0: Do any of the following phrases sound familiar to you? Oh, I just don't have enough time. Oh, I'm just so busy at the moment. Come on, we're going to be late. If yes, you probably have an issue with time management. And if you're juggling a business and family life, it's completely understandable if you do. Today, I'm chatting with Certified Life Coach Georgia Bamber. About mastering time. She shares some handy action tips and mindset changes that you can start implementing right now. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Marketing and Me podcast. If you're eager to grow your health and wellness business via effective marketing methods while maintaining your own health and wellness, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Leanne Shelton, a health and wellness copywriter and content marketing trader who's here to help perfect your message, then find the right channels to send it out into the online world with the ultimate goal of making it heard and seen by your ideal client. So feel free to book in a free 15-minute virtual tea with me after listening to today's episode. The details are in the show notes. And today I'm joined by my guest, Georgia Bamba. Welcome, Georgia. Thank you very much. Yes, excited to have you along. So I'll just read out your little bios. Everyone knows who you are. So Georgia is a success coach, speaker, and author of the book, Achieve Anything You Want. Using practical tools and mindset strategies, she teaches people to make positive changes and create the time to reach their goals. Georgia has a diverse academic, professional, and personal background in psychology, business, and health. And she's also a wife and mother of two teenage boys. She's an endurance athlete and a plant-based lifestyle advocate. So she knows what it's like to do the juggle between motherhood, entrepreneurship, and maintaining a healthy mind and body. So obviously, one of the perfect guests to have on our show when we're all about business Thanks. growth <laughs> and health. So welcome along. Uh, sorry, tell me, how long have you been uh, on the plant-based lifestyle journey? Always? Recently? Uh, I've
1: been, veg- I was vegetarian for a long time, uh, but I've been actually vegan for the last I think, seven, seven years now, going seven years. So it's been a while.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. What was the catalyst for that?
1: Um, it was just reading, um, a series of books. I, we moved to a farm on the South coast and, um, I started growing all my own vegetables and kind of getting into making everything. I've always cooked from scratch, but making everything with the things that I grew myself. And so I got into that kind of real food aspect of things first. And then after reading just some more books about it, I decided to go, um, full vegan. So it was the China study by, um, John Campbell. that was the one that that converted me fully to to veganism at um also for environmental reasons was another reason i was heavily involved still am involved but i was more heavily involved then in um kind of painting for environmental things and i had a website called the green Bee to help people to go live a more sustainable life and obviously one of the best things you can do to um reduce your footprint on this planet is to go plant-based so that was another reason so combination of health and um and environmental reasons and then I think like everybody once you kind of go down that rabbit hole then it becomes about the animal rights that that's happens that happened next to me now it's the main reason I do it
0: awesome and you haven't looked back obviously fantastic so could you please share a little bit more about your business journey ah my business journey has been
1: probably like many people's here a very windy path um so I start I start life as a financial analyst um working for an investment bank in London and realized after two years of doing that, that working in the corporate field was not for me. Uh, So I left that and went and did an MBA. And after my MBA, my husband got a job abroad. So we just started I lived as an expat for over 10 years. Uh, So I had to kind of find a career that would kind of fit in with this path that we were taking of moving from place to place. So I started up a a little business and then I got pregnant and then I got pregnant again. And, you know, so all these things happened. Um, But on the way, I'd had my MBA and I did my master's in psychology and all these other things. And eventually I decided to kind of pull everything that I had together and put it under the umbrella of coach, because I realized that what my main passion was really was helping people, When I was a psychologist, I worked um, uh, counselling asylum seekers and refugees, and it's pretty hardcore stuff. And I found it quite jarring dealing with that and then my everyday life. And as much as that is a brilliant thing to do, I realised it wasn't my skill set. I found it too draining for myself and that where my passion and my skills lie, actually, it's helping let's say, everyday people go from their everyday life to, you know, an amazing life. So to help people reach their potential, I realize that's where my skill set really lies. So, yeah, I've been doing this coaching like in the format I'm doing now for almost, I guess, four or five years now. But it's it's on top of kind of a a background of many different businesses and um, different interests, I suppose. And this is how I put it all under one umbrella.
0: Yeah, and like you said, we've all been on these windy journeys <laughs> to get mm-hmm. to where we are. My myself, you know, the sales and marketing, but writing was always kind of there. And now I've just tied it all together and um you yeah. know, I have a fascination with the the mindset things too. So mm-hmm. i actually comes into so much of what I'm doing with help supporting the business owners. So when I'm training, I'm keeping that yep. in mind and being very supportive. So it's it's true. Everything kind of all yeah comes together in the end for what you're know, really if, if there's
1: any benefit of getting old, it, it is that ability to be able to weave together all those different um strands that you kind of have pulled together through your life and bring them to to a greater whole. And I think often it's very hard to see in the moment where something is taking you but that is the benefit of of hindsight and being that little bit older that you can pull it all together
0: and make it work for you. So, yeah. And that's a great segue into Mike's question about your book, because I'm assuming that's kind of collating all this stuff together as well. Uh, So tell me about, yeah, achieve anything you want. Is this based on your own experiences and woven in with tips or how, what's, what's, what's included? Tell us more.
1: So basically the reason I wrote the book is because, I mean, obviously I'm slightly biased being a coach, but I I think coaching is an amazing tool. I think everybody on the planet should have a coach in some format or another. Um, and once people have a coach, they can see that. I mean, I have coaches myself. Coaches have coaches like they just whenever you have a coach, it just whether it be in, in fitness or your diet or for your life in general, it just helps you get out of where you are now and and takes you to a place that you might never have got to before. So coaching is awesome. Problem is coaching can be very expensive. And it's often difficult to find a a true good coach. There are plenty of people out there now calling themselves coaches, but they don't necessarily have that much training or they don't have the background or the experience. And so it can be difficult to find somebody who can really help you with what you've got. So my idea was to put together a whole load of my coaching tools into a format that was accessible and affordable and so the book really takes them the process that I will run my clients through if they're feeling kind of stuck and unsure and want to kind of move forwards towards a goal. So really, it's just like what's in my brain put down into a book so that people can access those
0: coaching tools without having to pay you know, thousands of dollars for it. So that's, that's why I wrote Amazing tool and very generous. I mean, people worry about this kind of stuff like, oh, you're giving away your, uh, obviously, you know, you pay for the book, but still will be a lot less than paying for yeah, coaching se- sessions. But yeah. ultimately, it's still a DIY thing, right? So it's, it's yeah. you, you're trying to do it all on your own. And then it's like, all right, the next step is, I need this extra support. Who am I going to go to? Oh, the author. (laughs) And that's the thing
1: about about it. You can do your kind of your self-help as much as you like and you can make progress, but it's, if you want to take it next level, then you're right. You, you, You get personalized individual support
0: love it I might have to read it myself uh so our episode today we chose to talk about mastering time so Mm -hmm. what are your perspectives on time and how can we maintain control of it is that the right way to even think about it
1: I I guess so well no I I would say it's it's not in the sense that I definitely one of the biggest problems that people come to me with especially women is I have all these great ideas, all these things I want to do, but I just don't have the time. It's, it's the one of the biggest problems. So it is something that I find I'm helping people with a lot. And I think the problem lies often in what you said is that we need to control time. And I think that's the, actually the opposite of how we need to think about time. So the very first thing I do with people is to help them have a kind of mindset shift about time because we all think we're kind of victims of time we never think we have enough you know we always want more if only I had you know another 10 hours in the day or whatever I promise you if you had another 10 hours in your day you'd fill them with the same kind of crap that you do now <laughs> that's just what people do like it doesn't make life any easier they just do more and so what I try and show people is that you always have enough time time is all you've got right if you're alive You've got time because that's what life is made of. It's just a series of moments and that adds up to your life. So it's never the fact that you don't have time. It's that you're not using the time that you have effectively. And so if you keep blaming time for why you're not getting stuff done, (laughs) you're never going to be able to solve it, right? Because you can't create more than what you've got. It just is what it is like your problem might be that you are overscheduled. Your problem might be that you procrastinate. Your problem might be you waste time on things that you shouldn't be spending time on. Those are problems you can fix for. But to say I don't have enough time is not something that you can fix for. So what I try and get people to do is really examine what is the true problem. It's not time. you got plenty of that. You're breathing. It's all good. So what is mindset as to what Going wrong why there's this kind of log jam and that will kind of unwind the problem so it's it's about stopping to blame time and realizing that the problem lies somewhere with you in what you are doing
0: yeah I'm like that too I'm always thinking oh I'm I'm rushing the kids around yeah we have to be there on time it's all uh or, or, or new clients are coming on do I have time to manage all this I'm I'm personally constantly thinking about it, and then you know what? I'll go do those little um those little sprints. I go all right, twenty five minutes, and no distractions, and I'm actually surprised what I get done. I'm like, oh, yeah. I actually did have plenty of time, yeah. or I always or I get up earlier and I just go, all right, rather than wasting time. There it is again. Uh, I will smash out some of those little things that only take a few minutes each and then you go, oh I I actually I feel a sense of accomplishment so
1: um there's kind of two things you said there one there's the language that we have around time, and you can you, yourself just as you're talking to me, you realize how negative you are in the way that you think about time. We say it all the time. It's how are you? Oh, I'm so busy, you know, or you know, sorry, I just don't have time to have lunch today, or I've got too many things on my plate, or you know, whatever. We have all these little negative expressions about time, which seem completely natural. But when you start to think about it, you're like oh my goodness, I've, I'm just thinking negatively. So if you can start to turn the way you even talk and think about time, time around, and that's going to reduce some of that kind of stress factor as well. And then I think the second point of what you said, it's really about prioritizing. So as we've we've all got these 24 hours in a day, how are you going to use them and prioritize what you're using them for? And unfortunately, I think most of us spend our days just reacting to things. So we're not intentional. We just kind of put out fires all day long. Um, And so what you need to do is start to get more intentional and take back your time.
0: Yes, and I think that's because you know, you said before how oh, you just you know, you say you don't have enough time, but then you do and you fill it anyway. It, it just makes me realize, you know, at the beginning of the year, work was a little bit like quieter for me, but my days were still packed with stuff, and you would have felt and, probably just as stressed as well. Yeah, and then so having your clients, I know, all right, I have to make time, and then I'm like, oh, I. I can actually find that time quite easily. So what was I doing before? Like it's just, uh, yeah, very interesting. Um, I know they say give the job to, if you want something done, give it
1: to a busy person because they're in that flow of doing things.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I wanted to, the word flow is what I, I, I'm trying to replace that with notice. I'm in the flow. There's plenty of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. What Do you have mantras that you use yourself or you recommend to your clients to get out of that negative time language?
1: Not, I don't so much have mantras, it's just about helping them to create that awareness. So just listen to what you're saying to yourself and then catch yourself and think, is that actually true? And then try and modify that thought so that you can move to a place that's you need You need to get to that place where you have that more abundant thinking about time. So instead of taking time to do things, you want to make time to do the things that you want to be doing. So just kind of even flip the take to the make. And in, when you are making time, then you're becoming the creator of of. Your time and the things that happen is supposed to be opposed to being this kind of victim of time that you're just trying to you know grab as many seconds as you can. So you want to be a creator. You want to make time.
0: Yeah, I like that making time. Like, oh, don't even say I'll try to find the time. Even that's a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so I will too. make.
1: I mean, I mean, that's what's really funny when somebody when you say to someone, "Oh, I just don't have time for that." what you're really saying is I just won't want to do that right now because you always (laughs) have the time. So it's just like, you know, it's just our polite kind of way that we interact with people. So I just don't have time. It's not that at all. So be real with yourself. I think why it's not that you don't have time. Why is it that you, you aren't doing it or you don't want
0: to do it? Yeah. It just, it it makes me think of like sign up to courses and things and you sign up and then you just never do it. I did that recently with something Mm -hmm. and it's, it's just like, I actually didn't see it as a priority and that's why I didn't mm-hmm. end up. Doing it. Whereas if your dream client came along and you were packed, your days you thought were packed to the brim, um, you yeah. would find that time. You would make time for that client to make it work because you've been hanging out for this. So it Absolutely. would be very different, right? Than if someone came to you and like, oh, I just want this little, you know, $100 job or something. you like, eh, it's not really a priority. I don't mind if I lose it. But um, yeah. the dream client, you're like, oh, this is amazing. Drop everything else. or Reprioritize, re look at, revisit your your days and go, all right, what can I cut? So,
1: absolutely. And even with something like if your kid's sick and it's home from school, like suddenly you're magically able to reshuffle your day. Why? Because you've got a priority and you focus on that. So, you,
0: you can do that with anything. It's so true. Actually, well, I was sick the other week and I'm not very, not a very good patient because I like to keep. I don't want to use the word busy, but I like to you know, fill my, my days, and <laughs> bit, so yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, I actually need to rest. So I postponed and canceled appointments for two days, and you know what? The world kept on spinning, and I just caught up with them another day, or, or maybe I haven't yet, I will. And it's like, oh, it actually was okay to, yeah, Have those days off amazing. Uh, yeah, you know, the surgical, <laughs> and that's an.
1: It's really comes down to an ego thing, doesn't it? That we feel like one, the world kind of revolves around us, which we all have that kind of feeling to some extent. Um, But two, that we're only worthwhile if we are doing things. And it's nice to be able to let go of that and just be who you are without having to be productive or having to, you know, do all this, be busy, like that badge of honour, isn't it? Oh, I'm so busy. Everyone's like, oh, she's cool because she's so busy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And- so when
0: people say to me, oh, you're so busy. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. I'm uh, uh, <laughs> Like, well, it's maybe appearances on social media. I don't feel like I'm, you know, packed to the brim um but yeah so
1: you make a really good point there's a difference between being like what we think of as bu- busy in my mind is when you're just kind of rushed doing a whole bunch of things that you don't necessarily want to do some of them you do some of them you don't as opposed to as you said you like to fill your time like you like to be productive you like to be occupied you like to use your time wisely and well to kind of promote the things that you want I think that's different from being busy in the sense that we're talking
0: about here yeah busyness like just yeah. for, for nothing because, uh, you know, my thing as well with cancerous appointments was that, I guess, yeah, that sense of value and going, oh, I'm letting people down. I'm not, you know, contributing or something. I'm just just being, which is a good mm-hmm. thing to do, right? But um, I'm always kind of got to keep moving forward, moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that's really why I like to fill my time because I feel like if I'm not doing anything, then I'm not moving forward. And that's yes, so, if you part. were a client of mine, that would be a thought that I would get you to examine because yeah. that's really that <laughs> yeah. one
1: thought is obviously influencing a lot of things in your life and perhaps stops you from taking the time out you need or having those breathers or creating that space or whatever. So it's interesting those thoughts that I find that seem quite um innocent or even helpful, but actually they're ones that can be sabotaging some other areas of your life, and we don't notice them because it sounds good to say, "Oh, I always like to be busy." That sounds like a positive thing, but maybe, it's not in some ways,
0: so yeah yes, it's something I am working on for sure. Um, so what do you have, I mean, you mentioned some little things there, but some other time saving tips for us, or time uh, managing tips or time, you know <laughs> what a more positive way to say it is?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the fir- the very first thing is is just to establish your priorities. Uh, as we were talking about. And that way, you know that you are getting much more intentional with your time and spending on the things that matter, the things that, you know, are going to kind of move the needle either in your business or in your life. And, um, you know, let, I think one of the other big problems that women have is around that saying no. So it's going to say that, yes. I mean, yeah. no, I mean, yeah. So, so be very conscious of the things that you are saying yes and no to. Like if you really don't want to be doing something, Say no, because you're wasting your time. That's your precious time. You're giving up that you're never going to be getting back. So I think get better in a very polite and nice way, just saying, I'm really sorry, but. I can't do that for you. Um, so I think that's a really big one for women. Uh, and then, of course, there's the usual ones, you know, the kind of trap of social media where you find yourself like on Instagram for one minute and then the next thing you know is half an hour later and you're like, oh, my God, where did that go? You know, just be cognizant of the things. And it's not even just the social media things. Like we get sucked into, um, you know, gossiping for hours when we don't need to, or, you know, shopping for things that we don't really need, or, you know, what, there are so many ways to waste time having meetings that you don't need phone calls that you don't need, all this kind of thing. So just, you know, figure out what are those things in your life that are just not making any difference and start to let go some of some of those.
0: Yeah, so uh, do you recommend? Okay, so I have a a Google calendar that is like color coded mapped out every hour as accounted for. Do you recommend something like that? Or do you recommend more just like the, like I've heard before, you know, three tips a day, uh, three, sorry, actions I must get done and that's it. Everything else is a bonus. Like, what's your personal strategy? I think, I mean, it
1: very much depends on the person. If you like to be really scheduled and like to follow a plan, then that works well. I find the problem with that, and I know I do it myself, is that I make this great plan and then I do not look at it. I mean, and the best plan in the world is not going to work if you don't follow it. So if you can follow it, I think something like that is great. But even within that, you need to be flexible because things do pop up. Um, I do like that idea of the, the three thing, you know, as long as you've done the three top things or the five top things a day, then you can rest easy because I think a lot of people have these rolling to do lists. And so they never feel like they've accomplished anything. They could have this amazing day and get tons of things done, but I didn't get the last two things on my list done. So then they feel bad, you know? So I think just to not have, I, I, am not a big fan of rolling to do lists. So I write a to do list, but then I put it into my calendar and that way I don't need to think about. About it anymore I know it's going to get done I know on Wednesday I'm going to do this on Thursday I'm going to do that so I take it off the to-do list and put it into the calendar and that way I don't have this kind of backlog of things that are going to get me down so oh I, think I that-
0: love that so much because I have that I have like all these little I mean I've, I've moved from having multiple post-it notes and now I just keep it on one <laughs> notepad so I have progressed yep. to that uh, yep. I mean, maybe it is a t- you know need to start going all right Plug it into because I do allow admin times in my Google Calendar, mm-hmm. so plug those little tasks in. So rather than going, all right, admin time, what do I start with? I actually yeah, absolutely,
1: yeah. It's it saves time because you're not wasting time thinking. Well, what am I going to do with my admin time? You just let you get down to it. So I think that little bit of extra time you spend planning well and actually putting things in the calendar saves you so much time going forwards during the week.
0: Yeah, and we can't talk about time without talking about uh, and business without talking about outsourcing so I think mm-hmm. as well so the priority things uh you know if you can personally do them they're your level expertise awesome do them if they are a priority but it's not your level expertise like you know doing your best tech stuff you know uh yeah. then maybe you get a bookkeeper uh, what if it's just that you don't like it like you might be really good at it you hate
1: it like outsource that as well and it doesn't always have to be business stuff like getting a cleaner or somebody to do your ironing is outsourcing, you know, that kind of task, but it's freeing you up to be in your business. So you don't necessarily have to be outsourcing business tasks to improve and and have time for your business. It could be other tasks, other things that you're doing in your life as well, so to look outside of that.
0: Brilliant. I agree. Uh, yes, I have a clinic come once a month and that's just oh, so lovely. Yeah. <laughs> this is like when you walk into the house and it's just so clean and you feel so good. And then for- later we have dinner and there's food on the floor uh, <laughs> uh now i've loved all these these tips uh they're fantastic thanks very much and what i always do with my guests is ask this question and that is how do you take care of your health and wellness we've got a little bit the beginning, but we'd like to expand on that uh in so many ways obviously
1: um i've I'm a plant-based eater. So that is a big one for me, Uh whole food plant-based rather than just vegan. So I try, I, you know, every day starts off with a massive green smoothie for, with vegetables I've grown from my garden. So I'm really into providing my body with the kind of the best quality nutrients and source of energy that I can. Um, I exercise every day. Um, but a big uh, thing for me is I practice yoga every single day. I've done so for almost, I'm almost up to my five-year streak every day for almost five years now. Wow, that's um, amazing.
0: amazing. Yeah,
1: and so what I've done is like, I to, to keep my streak going, I only have to do 10 minutes a day. Sometimes like to this morning, I did an hour, but I have to do a minimum of 10 minutes every day. And that just keeps me in the habit of, of doing it. I've been known to do it on airplanes and on trains, and you know, whatever, just to make sure that I get it in, in 24 hours. Um, but that for me... Obviously it keeps my body moving in a good way, but it's fantastic for your mind as well, and to kind of keep you centered and grounded. So
0: that is one of my big things that I do. Um, yeah, every day. I want to do it. I love my yoga, and I like I do it mm-hmm. in my home office. And I I tried doing it at uh, because uh during covid my yoga teacher moved to online classes and it was like mm-hmm. 8 p.m. once which just was counterproductive for me because i had to scream at my kids get myself stressed to get them to bed so i could do <laughs> yoga yeah so i ended up <laughs> just watching the recording and then doing it at like 5 30 in the morning and yeah. so it is actually quite but i always feel like yeah i have to do a full hour or not at all, but I never even thought about doing just 10-minute things. No, so, and so,
1: so I use a fantastic um, app called Glow and they, G-L-O, and they allowed you to do, I mean, literally the classes go from 10 minutes to 90 minutes and you can choose what time interval you want. You can choose the style. You can choose the level. It's brilliant. And so I just kind of pop that on whenever I've, I've got the time and make sure I do it every day. But uh, it, it's been a fantastic habit. And do you do it at the same time
0: every day or mix it up based I, on a schedule? Just, just however things are going that day, yeah. So if you have got it, it's like nine thirty, and I like, oh, I haven't done it yet, or ten o'clock. I 10 have, 10. I have jumped out of bed at eleven o'clock at night, been
1: like, oh my god,
0: because I don't want to break the streak. I would <laughs> I be the same. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay, I want to give that a go. Um, and how can people connect with you? um you can find me
1: on instagram at georgia bamba um you my website is GeorgiaBamba.com. it's all just put my name in you can find me um and of course you can buy my book um achieve anything you want i actually published a new one this year called figure out what you want which is kind of the prequel to that because not everyone knows what they want to achieve so go there um you can buy those on any of your kind of favorite books So amazon or you know booktopia or wherever you buy your books you'll be able to find those
0: fantastic so get on it people and yeah that other book too so maybe get both is there a bundle get two for there is a bundle yeah <laughs> okay uh so thank you georgia uh, this is a great chat and thank you dear listener for tuning in you can find show notes to the episode at marketingandme.com today you if you enjoyed listening please subscribe and leave me a rating review via your podcast app or at rate this slash marketing and me you're also welcome to grab a screenshot of this episode and share across your socials. If you're interested in connecting with me, feel free to reach out via LinkedIn. Just search for Leanne Shelton and let me know you're a fan of the show or book in a free 15-minute chat because I'd absolutely love to chat about how I can help you grow a thriving health and wellness business. Until next time, I wish you good health and good wealth.